0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray is the, the anthology series on Netflix that is uh, four short stories adapted from the writings, from the stories, short stories of Satyajit Ray, who is a Indian director, uh, screenwriter, F- a documentary, filmmaker, author, illustrator, music, music composer uh, Basically one of the greatest artists uh, or w- I don't know, one of the greatest artists from India But one of the greatest auteur filmmakers from India uh, Who only lived 42 years, surprisingly 1950 to 1992 This series is very similar to uh, Twilight Zone very much a grounded these stories are very kind of grounded real but then there's a a level and a layer of uh fantastical that that happens in each one very similar like beware what you wish for kind of a thing that a lot of the twilight zone uh stories had so if you're into that uh so i guess a modern day version of that would be black mirror except for these aren't necessarily uh, focused on technology, where Black Mirror is primarily Twilight Zone with technology. Uh, I love this. I enjoyed it. There's only four episodes. This came out in 2021. Uh, it is a series. It's open-ended on IMDb, so I would imagine maybe there always potential for more stories to be adapted for this this series. Which the original title for the series was X-Ray Select Satya Shorts. Um, not Satya. Satya Jit Sor- Shorts. And uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. And it definitely made me want to go and check out this guy's movies. Where, of course, these weren't directed by him. Considering he died in 92. But uh, they are based on his short stories. So, And just hearing, just reading kind of all of the accolades that he got through his only 42 years. Like, this guy accomplished so much in such a short time. It is amazing. Dude definitely look age, looked aged in his picture on uh, on Wikipedia. But I was excited to watch it. Obviously, we share a name, it being his last name, but being my first name, I figured, you know, I'm always looking for a new Indian film to talk about and review Definitely open to checking out Indian series, Indian TV shows. Um, but this one was a nice, only four episodes long. Each episode's about an hour long. So four-hour runtime, you know, not that far off from the runtimes of some of my favorite Indian films. So uh, wasn't too upset with that. Also, being on Netflix, Netflix is great with international uh, film and TV, there's definitely subtitles are always available in English, but also has a pretty decent English dub as well, which I used in my review of Monica Oh My Darling last week and noticed that uh, the subtitles and the dialogue that is spoken in English uh, don't really match up. There's, there's definitely some creative, creative uh, changes going on. Uh, in the way things are said, which I found to be very interesting, and I noticed quite a bit in this one, because I left the subtitles up as well, and uh, really liked it, enjoyed all four stories, Uh, definitely, if you're a fan of Twilight Zone, or if you're a fan of the Black Mirror, I would definitely check it out, only four episodes in this, but definitely very different episodes, and uh, I will talk a little bit about each episode, but definitely would recommend it and I'm definitely looking forward to checking out the films that this guy made you know if if he's so well regarded and and garnered so much attention in his in his sh- short career creating so much stuff it, it just uh, and to see the creativity of these story stories as well uh, just made me excited it would be interesting to see if any of the directors of these episodes, paid homage to maybe some of his films in uh the way they were filmed or this the way you know stylized you know that that can happen a lot um but i yeah i enjoyed it so the first episode is titled forget me not and the premise of that i'll try not to spoil these because i would hope that you go watch them uh i would assume most people maybe you're watching this And you want my thoughts on it. I guess I'll give my overall thoughts on it. But I don't want to... I try not to spoil it for those that may be watching or listening uh, that have not checked out Ray yet. Uh, And if you want to search, it's Ray from 2021. um, And uh, Indian, Hindi. Uh, But yes, Forget Me Not is the first one. And basically the main character of this is a kind of an arrogant, successful businessman who is known for having a great memory his brain is like a computer and he is confronted one day or one night by a woman who recognizes him but he doesn't recognize her and she says that they spent they had this very romantic time at a place that he says he's never been he doesn't remember being with her Uh, but she's you know she's determined that that is a reality and this moment where he starts to doubt his memory working where he starts kind of starting to forget things becomes very much spirals out. And you realize that uh, this person like how he treated people ends up coming back to bite him in the ass. The way he treated his friends, the way he he, you know, uh, was not a very giving person, was definitely somebody who expected whatever he gave to be. Uh, paid back is more, never really gave out gifts, was more giving out loans uh, to people. And seeing how that all um, comes together to contribute to basically him spiraling out of control. Uh, and the way it's told at the end, where it's kind of almost not necessarily a montage, but it's like he's being wheeled from one scenario to the next where he's shown why things happened in uh the beginning part of the story where it seems like crazy right like he like he's this thing that he's never had to deal with like these loss of memories like seeing why all those things were happening it's pretty great i i really enjoyed it i i thought it was you know very confusing but then when it wrapped up at the end i i really enjoyed it uh so that f- that's the first one that's forget me not And his favorite flower was the forget-me-not flower, obviously very ironic considering he is a man with the memory of a computer but then also starts realizing that he's forgetting things or thinks that he's forgetting things. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on, nine by 12 inch ink painting on paper, $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The eight by 10 print, $20. Available in the store at inspiredisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. The second story is Barupia. I, if I hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, uh, this is a story about this guy who's kind of a loser, works in the theater th- thing, makeup. He's a makeup artist, and his grandma passes away and leaves him everything. And she was somebody who developed uh, this specific, either makeup technique or these makeup tools and 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 processes uh, that were that garnered her a lot of uh, demand. She's very uh, very influential in the the makeup department, the special effects, the feature effects um, of uh, of film and he inherits that obviously he learned a lot from her and he uses starts using these makeup and prosthetic effects in order to get revenge on people in his life that have treated him like shit cuz he's you know kind of a loser and you know struggling spent a lot of his time and money kind of i had a lot of sympathy for this guy and the way the story goes is like man brutal like some of these i almost wish because there is so much of a turn i w- kind of want to go back and re-watch them which maybe someday i will but it's definitely a character that i felt bad like i like he, kind of it's a character that i felt bad for i had a lot of sympathy for but then when he starts using these things to trick people and get revenge on people it's like okay and then to see where it goes where it's like a, a situation where it's like beware what you wish for situation where, you know, sometimes you go too far and you can't come back from where you've gone. When that happens, it's like I mean, it's like a hell and it doesn't make sense why he does what he does. Like like he's do he does a thing like I don't want to spoil it, but he does a thing in order to try and. It, I mean it seems like it's an ego play like he's trying to he's trying to trick somebody who is a religious figure, somebody who has like these abilities and he's trying to almost uh, disprove this person's abilities right as a way to kind of fool them and trick them and, and, and like kind of aha, I got you. But the person that he becomes to do that, the second time, right? Because he doesn't, he kind of fails the first time and then he goes back and he decides to take the identity of somebody who's well-known but not well-known for good reasons and like his desire to do that to himself initially, to walk around as somebody that where your appearance could possibly put you in danger doesn't make that was confusing to me why he would do that but also you know i guess it would be more dramatic when he revealed that he tricked this person either way i thought it was brutal how it ends uh but i enjoyed it i thought it was great interesting story i mean it's not every day you hear a see, watch a story about somebody who's like grandma was a makeup artist obviously uh the person that wrote these short stories uh such such ray definitely very involved with all aspects of the film industry of making a film makeup being a very big part of that so i'm sure that was a story where he saw the ca- what capabilities um special effects makeup had in transforming people and kind of i'm sure in in a way that kind of Birthed the idea, inspired the idea for this story about somebody using that for nefarious things, and then maybe going too far with it. So I enjoyed that one. That was the second story. The third story is Hungma, Hungama Hai Kion Barpa. Definitely, I'm brutalizing. I'm brutalizing these names, and it's not on purpose. Uh, but this is a story about kleptomania, basically. Uh, it's a story about kleptomania and as a disease, which, you know, kleptomania, I guess I guess you could refer to it as a disease. And uh, it's also a story about having your past come back, you know, having to pay for your sins of the past, as it were., uh, but also because kleptomania is this disease, it has an interesting, the cure for the dis- this disease is very interesting within this story where this person has this this problem where he's, he can't help himself stealing. He grew up poor, right? He started off by stealing toys that his friends or neighbors, other kids had and slowly built this, like, collection of toys. Because he's poor, never got anything of his own, and, and this was kind of his thing, and it became this thing that he, be- he became proud of and wanted to refine, right? He, he, like, and thought, like, it was, like, a skill and a, a gift that was given to him to be good at stealing. And it gets to a point where he goes to see somebody to, to help fix him. And, he sa- and this person's like, ah, oh, you have this disease, kleptomania. And the only way to get rid of it is to replace it with another disease. And what you should do is to get into music and make that your disease. Make that thing the thing you think about and obsess about the same way you think about and obsess about stealing and getting, it being the best and, and getting better and better at doing the thing. Right, That becoming your passion and your path. Changing that from the path of stealing of kleptomania to being more productive like music. So this part of the story is takes place where these two characters meet on a train and the guy with kleptomania steals this guy's watch. And later on in the future, 10 years later, they end up on a train together again. But at this point, they've both changed in a lot of ways. This person who had kleptomania has transferred that and he's now like a famous musician, performer and unrecognizable to this other guy. And when people reveal things and things happen and he goes to kind of make amends for he's like told to go to this place to make amends for what he's done and seeing what this place that's almost like a pawn shop, but it's not a pawn shop uh, where it's this place of things that people have stolen that can Take them there in order to get redemption for stealing, right? And to find out all of the famous creative people through time who have brought items there. And the idea of this story is all of those people who excelled in these specific things in their life, excelled in those things because that is what they replaced their kleptomania with, which I thought was Brilliant. Right. I don't know. It's like William Shakespeare is one of them. Right. William Shakespeare. And and it's like, okay, like the the idea of this story is that William Shakespeare was a kleptomaniac and for him to relieve himself of that disease of kleptomania, he had to pour himself into writing. And that's why he became like this, like well-known, one of the greatest writers of all time. Right. Amazing, interesting, great story. Seeing where it goes, the tension, knowing that there's the, one person knows, the other person doesn't know. Loved it. Uh, so that's the third story, and I'm not going to try and, I'm not going to, I'm not going to butcher the name of that story again, but it's a great story, right? One of them, one of the guys, like, he's a performer, he's a musician, and then the other guy is like a former wrestler, right? This guy known as the Jenga and you know after his wrestling career became a writer and after an event everything kind of fell apart and he blames that event on cursing him it's interesting i I, like i loved it and uh it, it like the turn it has Where like these stories when they go fantastical when this one goes fantastical it's like so interesting right so interesting may be my favorite. I guess I haven't really thought about how I'd rank these after after I talk about this last one, maybe I'll get a quick ranking. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of everything. Every podcast I've ever produced, hundreds of episodes, countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, But the last story is called Spotlight. And this one is more modern day. This is like an actor who's also kind of has a startup business on the side. They refer to him regularly as like a cross between Ryan Reynolds and Elon Musk because he's like this kind of one dimensional actor who only has this one look and also trying to be this tech guy where he's not really right he's kind of failing and almost and he's at a point in his career where he wants to be considered more of an artist he wants to be considered more than he is right he wants to be considered like a daniel day lewis more than a ryan reynolds right because and ryan reynolds is like the perfect comparison in this show because you watch a ryan reynolds movie you're kind of getting the same ryan reynolds in most movies he's in he's doing his shtick right and this guy not necessarily in a comedic way but he is known for his one look very similar to like zoolander right he's got the one look maybe he has different names for it but this guy's got the one look right and it's magical and it's done amazing for his career but it's not enough he wants more out of it he wants to be considered an artist and it's it's That kind of idea about this kind of this this actor, this popular movie star that wants to be respected on a higher plane of creativity than just being a popular movie star and seeing how that is compared to somebody who's a religious figure that is very popular in the time and they're both staying at the same hotel. And you're seeing the levels of fame and influence between a movie star and somebody who has, like, a religious following, right? And seeing how that, him s- noticing that he is not at the top of the pyramid anymore and that he is, like, not, he's, like, not even regarded as a, a, a VIP, right? Whereas this person, this uh, D. This religious figure has kind of taken all of the eyeballs and all of the attention away from him, and that uh, contributes to him kind of spiraling out of control one of, another uh, another story in this in this uh, um, this uh, this series of characters kind of spiraling out of control and the moment there's a moment where this movie gets fantastical and it's interesting because it 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 almost it almost makes the power of fame and influence into a superpower right having a direct mind control over people instead of you know in, in a way that's elevated more than just the standard fame and having people kind of lose control around you, right? They lose control in this, in this episode in a way that makes the end pretty entertaining. Like I enjoyed it. Cause there's like, there's a, a realization and a camaraderie that happens where these two people get together and they realize their similarities and how that goes through and ends is just like it, it, it's a very interesting story that that examines fame, it examines religion, it examines just humanity's need to obsess over people and to put people on a pedestal and to think of them as more than human and to, in a lot of ways, lose control of yourself because you have these people, you put these people in a certain uh pedestal you know hold a certain esteem for these people so i i really enjoyed that i might actually like that one more right i don't know i'll I'll have to like really quick think about it but overall i really liked all of these i enjoyed this anthology series i hope there's more but if not you know it's only four episodes So I don't know how many stories are available, how many short stories are available for them to translate. And it's from the work of a guy that's no longer around. So like, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting idea to take these short stories from somebody that's no longer alive and to turn them into something that like fleshes these ideas out of somebody who is so well known in the, in the uh, spotlight as it were, of creating stories. Uh, every aspect of creating stories in film so I really appreciated that uh, but if I were going to rank them right? so you got the forget me not the you have the makeup artist you have the kleptomania and you have the, the movie star I would say probably man I don't know I mean I, I would say the one that Got me the least was probably the first One forget me not like I enjoyed like I like all of these but that was probably the One where it's like ah Then probably So number one probably spotlight Maybe I really Like the kleptomania one too Um I'll do the the spotlight kleptomania Number two number three is the makeup Artist So almost they go One would Be my least favorite and the last one Is my favorite I think I could that easily, that's tough. They're all great, and I'm sure on any given day I could I could change my mind on that. But I would highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Uh, very interesting, very like you know interesting metaphors, interesting stories, elevated kind of like kind of making things very fantastical. I, I enjoyed all that, so check it out. It's on Netflix. It's called Ray, R A Y four-episode anthology series uh, based on the short stories of Satyajit Ray. Check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace.